Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, good morning, grand morning. All of you are blessed and highly favored, of course. Today we're talking about the problem is you. And I have to, because we gotta go higher. And in order for us to go higher, I have to do a bit of all of you esoteric and money. And it's important, money follows rules. If you remember, Grace, make sure the personal finance sheet is up top. If you remember, the first thing I did was for the first seven to 10 classes, I told you money is a heart problem. That's what it is. And I know you disagree. You know, you, I mean, you in general. And I know that some of you didn't come here this morning feeling worthy or churchy or just in the mood. That's part of the human experience congratulations you are alive this that's all that means it doesn't mean anything don't make a meaning out of it it is what it is 
I want to start off with a clip, maybe about four minutes. My goal with this clip is to attempt to talk to you. You know what? I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you. We're just going to go right at it. I'm not even going to tell you. I'll come back to you in a second. Grace, can you see this? Yes, sir. That's all I want to know. Oh, let me read this for people in the audio. When I meet people and try to be positive, negative emotions always seem to take over. I am not able to keep a positive, exuberant state of mind all the time. What can I do about it? That's the question. Sound like you all you need to do is just be the way you want to be. How do you want to be? That's all. <laughs> it's that simple, but it's also that far away, isn't it? It's that simple. After all, you want to be joyful, just be that way, who is stopping you? No, no, they are doing this. See, now you don't want them to do what they want to do, <laughs> but you want to do what you want to do. <laughs> this is a problem. If you want to do what you want to do, you must also be okay with everybody doing what they want to do. That's the only way, because freedom is a two-way stream, isn't it? Yes? Now, uh, is somebody physically torturing you? If that is so, you come, we'll take you away because then you need to be protected. Nobody is physically torturing you. They're just doing what they want to do, they're saying what they want to say. Are they just saying just what they know? Isn't it? Stop right there. Thank you so much for watching. There is more. You will have to go watch that on your own. I will put the clip in there right there. Everything he said is real. I said, every day you meet me. And we have the same problem. So let's try to back up and let's try to get it. There is no possible way for anybody here to be unhappy unless you are correcting people. Rewind, press play. There is no possible way for anybody here to be unhappy unless you are correcting people. It is the only way in life to be unhappy. Psychologists will tell you when a picture in your mind is different than a picture of your reality, you're going to get frustrated. There is a big difference. Not, let, let me, so I, I just spent three days helping people. I've got five different people in this community on this call right now that are reaching out. And your problem is you're trying to be helpful, but the person or people you're trying to help, all they do is correct you. So you can't even be helpful. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that right off the jump, brother. I appreciate that. 
Go ahead, sir. You speaking you speaking early. Speaking I am, early. I am very grateful. And I'm telling you what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen is someone's going to say, well, you don't blah, 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 whatever that's gonna be. Money is a heart issue. Write this statement down as I say it, you're not gonna like it, you in general. I don't know if you as an individual, but the collective consciousness will not like this. If you have, excuse me, if you don't like your money situation, you are not as nice to people as you think you are, or not as nice to you as you claim you are. If you do not like your money situation, you are not as nice to people as you think you are, or you're not as nice to yourself as you claim you are. This will never change. Now, if you like your money situation, this doesn't apply to you. You know if you like your money situation or not. And by my calculations, from all the conversations I've had and all the conversations you had before you get saved and hide, Nobody here likes their money situation. So don't even. Don't even. I was going to say, yeah. Antonio, that's like most of the population. I know. World. That's, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why 1%. Thank you so much, Susie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why 1% has all what they want for this very conversation we're having. And Susan immediately got what I was saying. So come on, y'all clap for that. Cause that, I thought that was gonna take 15 minutes. Thank y'all so much. Yes. Thank God for it, Susan. I think that's in scripture somewhere, right? <laughs> it might be in scripture somewhere. Genuinely and genuinely, every time you have corrected somebody last week, you forfeited your money. Every time, every time to correct something is to say you have no control over your life. Someone else is manifesting in your life and you are not the God of creation in your life and money will treat you that way. I'm coming back to it. Put a pin in it. Can I ask one thing? You sure can. Cause I can you know. Please. Mm -hmm. Please. When it comes to children, touch on that, please. Absolutely. I would do that right now. Sir. Yes, ma'am. And spouses. And spouses, yes. I would just say that. Oddly you, enough, they're the same. Yeah, because <laughs> I was going to say, I just did that 15 minutes ago. I know. I know. I know. Before you dive in, I just wanted to announce that we have a, a hold on. We have a brand new ATS member. Uh, on today's call. His name is Jamal Simmons. He got started with Millionaire Speaker Secrets. He's also in Millionaire Influencer Secrets. And I just wanted to welcome, I told him I was going to embarrass him like the mama do at the, oh, at the stadium. That's my baby. So there he is. So welcome, Jamal. Good, good, good. Welcome. Shout out to you, Jamal. Jamal. Shout out to Jamal. Jamal. Welcome, Jamal. Yes, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Let me tell you something. I don't correct anybody. 
And if anybody, because I know somebody's going to say something, if I want you in my life, that's law of allowing, I will gently tell you, what are you talking about? It's as far as I'm going to go. You just said this. That's as far as I'm going to go. You get your free will. You, the reason why I've refused to correct anybody, because I'm 100% happy, there's not a single area in my life that I do not like. Why? Because I'm not trying to correct Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Congress, or anything. I'm not watching any programs that try to convince me to correct Donald Trump, Barack Obama, or anything. And I'm not trying to correct you. And this isn't a me, me, me thing, but allow me five more minutes to attempt to tell you that money is simply a relationship. And if you have troubles with the relationship of other selves, other gods, you're always going to have trouble with money. If you have trouble with self-self, self-God, you're always going to have problems with money. Take it back again. If you are not hearing me, let me make it plain with no poetry. How you are in relationship with your reality is how money is in relationship with you. If you think that I made you mad, Craig made me mad, Tamara made me mad, I wouldn't have did this if you didn't, or you always do this. I can guess how much money you got in your bank. As a matter of fact, $1,200 tops is what's in your bank account. Go ahead. Unmute your mic. Challenge me. I will not. $1,200 tops is in your bank account. Because let's process this information. Nobody can plant a seed in your garden but you. Law of attraction. And then there's law of allowing. You allow people into your space. But I promise you, and this is the hardest thing for me to get religious and nice people to understand. You, nobody messed up. Absolutely nobody messed up. There's no such thing. Nobody messed up and nobody caused something in your life. That's you. You allowed to do that. So to children, spouses, same thing. Spouses are children. They have the same thing. That's for sure. What you do is you say this. I, I did this twice yesterday to two different people. Hey, here's, here's the values of Antonio T. Smith Jr. Around here, I respect everything you did. I ain't even tripping. There was a post, I kid you not, on my Instagram timeline right now, or a story, there's a post. I sent it to two people. Somebody, for whatever reason, just jumped off and said something. I ain't even send it to you. 
here's the idea behind this thought process. You get to do what you want. But I can guess your dollar amount. Two people, man, men go through a lot. Other person had a different opinion. And you can have that opinion. And you can have anything you want to have. But every single time you want to correct Frida, you forfeit your dreams. You know what, Antonio? Yes, sir. I'm, uh, as I'm listening and, and doing my thing this morning, you know, you remind me something of what a good uh, friend of mine, uh, another good uh, mentor, Dr. Uh, Nicholas Ellen, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, College of Biblical Studies. And one thing that he's always talked about that we as people, as the human race, is the fact that we allow ourselves to be have so much pride to the point where we become so selfish we cannot hear and listen to anything else but ourselves. Right, right, right. The nice people tend to be the most selfish people on the planet. Correct. If you are passionate about how nice you are, you are evil and wicked. Let me help you out. Nobody here is nice and nobody here is wicked. Just is. It just is. There's a wonderful story about a farmer, his son fell in the well. Son fell in the well, broke his leg. He was stuck for three days. Everybody said, oh my God, it's, I'm so sorry. It's such a terrible thing that your son broke his leg. Farmer looked up. It just is what it is. It's neither good nor bad. They were so offended. They rescued the son. Two days later, Susan, the country calls for a draft of all 18-year-old boys. People come back, oh my God, isn't it such so great that your son can't go to the draft because he broke his leg? He looks up and says, it's neither good or bad. It is what it is. You have no idea what's coming next because connecting dots moving forward is not part of the solution. But I promise you, if you stop right here where you are, if you have, if you are what, this is the things we celebrate. If you are a loner, if you stay to yourself, if your fallback game is strong, you young folk know what I'm talking about. If you have friction, in any area of your life, I can guess your dollar amount. See, the problem with spirituality is you focus on the soul, but forget that if you're going to be healthy, that has fruit that comes along with it. So you can't just have a healthy soul and poor finances. You can't have great finances and terrible friendships. You, if you think you are, if you think you got it together, if you think you're such a nice person, or if you think you're such a whatever, look at your relationships. Just look at your relationships. They equal 
the quality of your income. Some of you holding on $300,000. That's a great thing. For some of you, you hold on $300,000 and it's losing $100 a day. That's not a great thing. Break all this down for me, Grace. Write all this down as I say it. Do not mince my words. They are objective truths. And I got two questions in my personal inbox that I want answered. Right sound thing number one. You are not right. And the moment you think you are, you lost money. Mm, 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 mm. Let me ask you a question. How many of you, watch this here. Don't write this down, Grace, it's too much. How many of you can have this platform? Let it be an open mic and get questioned publicly and corrected publicly every day and smile and never ever not facially or anything show anything because it just genuinely don't bother you no not there yet <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm, no sir no sir so i'm gonna need you to get that until you live a life where you say oh all this is uncorrectable no need i will be able to guess your dollar amount Write this down, Grace. This is number two now. Money only exists as you have created it. I'm going to get in trouble, Damali. Can you break that one down? I sure have to. It's been the main point of the whole call. It's been the main point of the whole call. It's absolutely personal finance. Here's the deal. Let me, let, let me show you why. Because I keep trying to tell you, I want you into real estate. 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 Yesterday, so I have two lenders. Okay? I have two. Here, here is the thing. I have two lenders, Damali. Make sure you look at Damali because I know you are on that real estate. I am looking. Heavy. All right. Heavy on that real estate. I have two lenders. This is my residential lender right here. You can look at the text, but I said, man, I just got back from Illinois, which I just did. Doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But basically, we, I'm a, let's buy a fourplex and then let's buy three of those and then turn around next year and buy five. Sounds good like a pet. My, re, my residential realtor obviously knows my finances and my credit. And with a text message, I said, in the next 12 months, let's buy maximum 32 doors. And without going into an office, Jerome, without, see, I'm, see, without I making heard 32 a phone doors, call. I got excited. I heard 32 doors, I got excited. Just, because he knows I want to buy some other bigger stuff. And the, the, the premise there was, Let's just use all that as cash flow to go get the other stuff I want. With a text message. 
I, I'm not sure how. Now, somebody just called me arrogant, Jerome, and obviously I don't care. But that's not the point. The point so what is what you're saying is. So what you're saying the, is, um, because uh, oh, listen, most people got to go into an office and go talk to people, but because you don't correct people and you let stuff roll off, you're like water off a duck's back. And you be like, oh, okay, everything's perfect. Great. Okay, you did that. Okay, great. Whatever. A text message and the guy trusts you whatever say, all right, let's do it. Well, I don't know if he trusts me. He trusts well, my credit and my finances and well, my cash yeah. flow. Right. He, right, right, he right. trusts the numbers. You know You know yeah. what I'm saying, Jerome. We trust the numbers. Forget and me. obviously, you built that relationship. You built that friendship. Right. And then when you see, when you open up, you see stuff, right? And I have, and I have, you know, real to, my point is tomorrow I want to put you all on a multi-family unit plan for your life. But I got to do this first. I thought I the call that way. I said, I got to go higher. You got to spank us first. Is that what you're saying? That's what it is. He That's has what it chastised is. us. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Because, because we are our problem. We are so spiritual, no one can tell us anything. Come on, help me out, somebody. Don't lie to me. You right. Don't lie to me. You are correct. You, you've been speaking so long, Phil and Susan can't tell you nothing. Yeah, that's true. Come on, that's come our on. biggest problem, and this it goes our... back to what I said: pride. It's pride. You were so nice. No possible way you could be mean and mess up your money. You know so much about how to do a book cover that when someone do one for you, you know it's wrong, and you will have no graphical skills. I'm in the school of life and I'm forever learning, forever open to learning. Teach me. And that's, and, that, and that's the first part of the problem. But after you start learning, you need to examine how your creation is treating you. Here's my question. I mean, it, it, this is genuine now. You are the only one who has created your life. And I know you don't think about it that way. You know it though, deep down you know it, but you won't ever admit that you created the shit you don't want. You know that, deep down you know it, but you don't want to address it, right? Just, you know, we get into a relationship and we spend all our time trying to please that person, we never deal with us. But you did this. If money is, the money in your life is treating you how you love yourself and what you think of God, What? You know, like that? For some of you, you're so nice. For some of you, and you know who I'm talking about, you're so nice that you have no debt problems, but need more money. Because you're so nice, you're non confrontational and you never rock waves. See, see, how you gonna make money and not confront obstacles? That's the realest thing I said on this call so far. 
That is the realest and most accurate and practical thing I've said on this call so far. If you're so nice, you know who you are. You're so nice that you're non-confrontational and you would just let people run all over you and you say things like, this is, this is a telltale sign of this kind of person. Oh, I don't have any enemies. You are under a, a fantastic illusion. You are delusional. You have not lived a life to where everybody on this planet likes you. You are fronting. It's impossible. Some people hate you just because you're nice. And what happens is you get into this element and you don't make waves anymore. But how possible can you make money without making waves? I'm going to tell you why. It's because you think when there's a wave made, it's a negative thing. Waves don't have to be negative. And that's our problem. Go ahead, Susan. Well, you kind of answered that when, when you said thing is perfect, mm -hmm. but then you say control, but then you said there's waves. So I'm trying to put those two together. I got you. No my mind. No, no, I got you. I showed a clip the other day when Jordan Peterson said, in order, to, in order to think, you have to risk being offensive. In order to make money, you have to destroy your entire plan. You have to look stupid. You have to, you have to stand up for yourself when people tell you you're doing too much. You have to stay awake when Phil tells you it's probably time for you to go to bed. You have to get up at three in the morning when you actually needed two more hours of sleep. Like you have to be confrontational in order to be successful. The problem here is you think confrontation is all about being negative. And since you're such a nice person, you won't even confront the obstacles ahead of you. Write this down, Grace. That's what I like. Confrontation is not being negative. No. It, it's, it's trying to get to a mutual or to solve a problem or a situation that's not going well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but then you get the backlash of, you know, you're, you're being this and that when as a strategic person, yep. you know, I see those things and then you get that other that you're being negative when that's right. not, not the situation. The situation is moving forward on, you know, the goal to make more money and all that. And that's the biggest point yeah. of confrontation most of you have. Because Susan hit the nail on the head. When you try to do something right, it's going to cause some sort of confrontation. Someone's going to say you're being negative or someone's going to say something. And then what you're going to do with your nice self, because you pride yourself on being nice, is instead of moving forward, you're going to try to fix something that cannot be fixed. See? I can guess your dollar amount. Somebody asked a question. Deanna sent me a question. I have no idea who asked. Deanna sent me a question. How do you know if it's you or the others you don't treat right? Typically, I'd be like, what? Why would you even ask that question? But the truth is, you can genuinely not know how toxic you are. You genuinely can. 
the best way to answer this question is check your harvest. If you do not like your life or don't like every area of your life, because you gotta, you always gotta be careful with that figure. There's always somebody that's gonna say, mm -mm, I love my life. That's because you, the mere fact is you always gotta say that, you clearly have an insecurity there. It's clear. It's clear you have an insecurity there. If you're always the right person, you clearly deep down know that you're not. That's why you always are that person. In order to know if you're treating somebody wrong or if somebody's treating you wrong, check your harvest. Now, the real answer to the question is, Deanna, nobody can treat you wrong. It's always your fault. That's the real answer to the question. But see, I, I took you too fast. So let me just give you these little steps you can accept. Check your harvest. If your harvest is negative, it's towards you, that's what you think, then you don't love yourself as much as you claim. It's that simple. Well, Antonio, but you can have all sorts of negative stuff in your life and, and just see it as a positive. Okay, so your harvest ain't negative. You actually answered the question for me. We're not talking about changing the energy around your life. We're talking about how you respond to it. Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill would say how it hits your auto-suggestion. There is no negative. There is no positive. There is only the money you have in your life is how much you love yourself. Do I need to be a millionaire to love myself to a million dollars, Antonio? No. If you got $32,000 and you got everything you want, you have done a good job with your money. See that? Right there, that just hurt a lot of y'all feelings because you keep going out here trying to be great when you already great. But I'm gonna tell you what I'm not supposed to tell you. And I've been doing this a lot lately. If you don't love 100% of your life, you don't love your life. Period, point blank. You can't say, well, I only got 30% poison. It's not, it's not 100% poison. Not loving your life is poison. And I only take 1% poison, half a percent of poison to kill you. You're supposed to be at the point of your life where you love everything about it. Here's the deal. You're not there. And that's the beautiful part of life. That's the pursuit, not the pursuit of happiness, but the pursuit of something meaningful. And through obtaining something meaningful, you shall arrive at happiness. Oh my God. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Grace, write this down. We have the law of allowing. The law of deliberate creation. That could be wordsmith later, but we'll just keep it there. And then we have the law of attraction. I put them in reverse order. Because the law of allowing is so important that it will determine what you create and what you attract. If everybody on this call disagree with me, 
I'd say, oh my God, such a great conversation. Let's talk about it. And we would dialogue into one hell of a content call for others. If everybody on this call agreed with me, then I'd be like, oh my God, you all are doing so great. I couldn't have told you this 35 days ago. And we would create a content call that is great for others. My point is, I know my end goal. And no matter what happens between my end goal, I understand it is serving me towards my end goal. Your ancestors tried to tell you this, Renee. They tried to tell you that your enemies will become your footstools. You just always got to make this about people. Grace, write this down. In order to win, your desire to win must be greater than your obstacles ahead. And we all know we have a problem now. So how do we make more money? Joe Dispenza would tell you, Susan, well, you in your way of making more money. Got a whole book on it. So let's attempt softly to break this down. And here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing, Adonia. I ain't said nothing offensive and I ain't using offensive tone. But however you process love and God and all that stuff, that's how you have heard me. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, Susan. Well, this last thing you said, that is where I feel like I'm, I am. Good. That, you know, I, I mean, I'm so determined that every obstacle that has come in my way in these last years, I, you know, I'm still determined to win. I've seen that. Yeah. Mm -mm, I've seen that. No, 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 no. I've seen that. You, you, you feel together, you independently feel independently and then both of y'all together. I've seen y'all do stuff that can't nobody else do. <laughs> I've seen it. We've all seen it. We've all seen. Concur. Yes. We've all seen the, why are they even here today? You know, <laughs> we, we've seen it. We've totally seen it. So I believe it for sure. This is not, not addressing what you just said, Susan, but this is you just gave me a, a springboard here. Be more like what she just said. The, the idea that I'm, if you think I'm telling you that you need to get to the place where you have perfection to make money, then you have not heard a word I said. What I am saying in plain English is right now, be happy in the perfection that is and you'll never have to worry about making money. Please know when Oprah was overweight, ashy, and hated, she thought she was $3 billion. Before she ever had the money, she had the money. Y'all doing it backwards. You think you have to grow. I was telling this, and it's actually on audio recording, I was telling this, I had this fantastic time of meeting 
this lesbian this week and and it's it's all recorded this lesbian this week and she is she's she's extremely attractive but she, she's a stud but she's a extremely attractive stud she her, her suit was better than mine let me just tell you it was better than mine 100 percent it was better she her i need to take dressing lessons from her she was fantastic she from head to toe and she was asking me questions and we we became best friends immediately we immediately and she is also born into she said i came out the womb knocking on doors she was born into jehovah witnesses born into and, and so I immediately feel go, oh, I am so intrigued. I want to ask you so many questions because I'm, I, I, I know we, we had, we, we talked, we had a great conversation and we talk and we talk and we talk. And I'm like, man, it had to be a struggle for you, you know, to be, to, to know this whole time you were gay and then be Jehovah Witnesses and you struggle with that. And you couldn't, you could listen, this, this, this. she was saying all sorts of stuff. And then two days later, she was like, you know, you said something that first day, and it's, I, I can't get it out of my mind. You called me out because that's what I do. Y'all know how I am. And I ain't calling me out. And I said, well, what was it? I already knew what it was. And I was trying to tell her, because now she wants to become this big brand. And I'm like, man, you got the look. You got the hair. You've got everything. And she was like, yeah, but, but, and I was like, listen, listen, you keep trying to kill your past, but God didn't send you here to kill your past. Your past is your moneymaker. Who else? Like, if you say, Antonio, could you manage my career? I would absolutely make you a TV star for lesbians who come from Jehovah Witnesses. You'll be the only person out there like that speaking on said subjects. And her, her issue is she loves Jehovah Witnesses, yet she loves herself. And she's having a conflict because she thinks one of those have to die. And I said, don't fix that. Record it. And it's right there. I have reached the pinnacle of my point, how you love yourself is how money will treat you. Can she see it all sorts of ways? Sure she can, but you love yourself, Jerome, when all them voices outside of you are far lower than the voice on the inside of you. Please, please hear me. There are no nice people. Neither are there wicked people. I know that's hard for you to get. I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. Everybody is serving their creator. And I know you don't like that or like parts of that. I get it. And you, you struggle with, with Holocaust and all that stuff. And you should. I struggle with it too. You struggle with the evilness of man. I struggle with it too. You should struggle with it. But every time you attempt to correct it, 
you forfeit your money. There is nothing in this life that needs to be corrected because what you're saying, as much as you want to disagree with me, what you're saying is, depending on how you view it, if you think God is running your life, what you're saying is, God, you're so weak that you let something in my life that you need to be corrected. So God, I pray you correct this situation because you're not in control. So fix this when you serve a God that don't need to fix nothing. This don't make no sense to me, Jerome. See, 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 see. If the Bible is infallible, then God running your life is also infallible. It's supposed to be there. They didn't like that, Renee. It's all right, though. Or you view it the other way, which is still the same way we just sang it from different languages. You're saying, I am the ultimate creator. I am the master of my faith, the captive of, of my soul. And something is in my life that I don't like. So I'm so weak that I need to be corrected. And this person, this thing, this credit card debt is stronger than me. This, this making money is harder and it's stronger than me. And therefore, I am weak. And no matter what you say, taking it from the top down approach or the bottom up approach, that weakness is a vibration and it shows up in your finances. You know what I'm telling you? The bottom line is when you're saying it, when you're talking about spiritually, you basically, no matter how you put it, no matter how you spin it, you're basically saying, God, you're still not doing enough. Thank you Either way so it goes, you're saying, God, you're not doing enough. And I should be your favorite but out of everybody else. You, 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 you see what I'm saying? Thank you, Dana. You said that, that broke down was wonderful. Look, God, you ain't doing enough. You weak. Because what Phil just did to me was stronger than you. And now I have to hate Phil for the next 50 years because I'm going to think about it. This is what we do. You, I use Phil because that's never going to happen, right? You don't want to speak that over somebody. You know what I'm saying? But you get what I'm saying. You, you get what I'm saying? We literally have problems with people for years, decades, because God is too weak. And that person is stronger than our God. And, that, and what they've done to us. And all I'm trying to do is tell you as gently as possible, Prophet Jerry, that that has affected your finances. Oh God, you are so great. You created everything. The stars above, they're in their perfect place. The water is respecting its boundaries or we all be drowned. You gave us just enough mosquitoes. I don't understand them. They get on my nerves, but I trust you, Lord. The animals are just enough. The earth is just enough. Oh, but that money, whoo, that money is hell. It's difficult. You need to do better over there. 10 million planets discovered every three months, but God can't fix your finances. Watch yourself, preacher. I, I just, 
I get baffled sometimes. We need more critical thinking in our religions and our spiritual practices. More critical thinking. Keep your religions, keep your spiritual practices, but I need you to critically think about the fact that if you were upset last night, you forfeited money. If you were upset this morning, you forfeited money. Because to be upset is to say, God, or you have something in your life that is stronger than you. And your money says, your wish is my command. We'll let everything be stronger than us. I can't make it more plain, Jerome. I really can't. I really can't. The idea that you need to fix anything is a fallacy. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Nothing needs to be fixed. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of y'all are abusive. And you're abusing people that are trying to help you. And you wonder why you can't get your financial breakthrough. I'm going to pause on that for a minute, Jerome. That's it. I could think of that's Bible, Quran, Torah. I could think of a few of them. I could think of a few of them. Like Damali was saying about the children, what you do is you tell your children, this is how the this is how the Isa clan work. You're a genius. So do this. What you've done is not that you did some wrong, you violated our standard. And we operate to this standard. In the same manner that there's no character problems, I mean, excuse me, there's no relationship problems in a relationship. There's only character problems in a relationship. That doesn't stop at marriage. That goes to parenthood too. I can't even tell you how much I am going through right now with my mother's situation. I, if I told you 
we'd have to have five calls about it. All I can tell you is, as soon as I got off the plane, it was like she knew I got off the plane. She called me. And here's the, this, 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 all I can tell you. She called me. And all I can hear, Susan, was, baby, please come see your mama. That's all I can hear. That ain't what she said. But that's how I translated it. And if you can't hear what people are actually saying past what they're actually saying, you're going to have one hell of a terrible life. It's just not going to work out for you. Because sometimes we just way too prideful to tell you we miss you. So we'll start an argument. Why you ain't called me? And you got to be able to hear, well, I just missed you and I don't really know how to come at you that way. So I need to argue because I'd rather argue with you than not hear from you. And every time you violate these principles, you're very welcome to Molly. Every time you violate these principles, check YouTube for me, Deanna. Every time you violate these principles, your money show up violating you. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. I was telling somebody, I, I was telling somebody, Susan, as soon as I got off the plane, I, I, I hit the bus. I caught a bus to Rockford. And as soon as I got off the plane, two of the people that was going to be at the conference was there. And then and the recording started. They didn't, it didn't even. We was on the same flight. So it was over. It was If they could have talked to me on the plane, they would have. It was over. Well, as soon as the plane, as soon as we went to baggage plane or was walking, they started talking. And somehow, I don't know what we was talking about. We talked about a billion things, and it was an hour and a half ride. And somehow, they was actually got on religion. I was like, listen, my religion is everybody's religion. I said, I, I got, so what's your religion? Everybody's. Whatever you like, I like. <laughs> Whatever you like, I like. I like it all. If you like hugging trees, where the tree at? We're going to hug the tree together. You know, tell me how to get spiders all over me because I can't tell when I get in my dreads, I can't tell if it's my dreads hit the back of my neck or the spiders. I'm not sure which one. I, I can't tell. <laughs> Go ahead, Susan. Yeah, now, Antonio, this is a perfect spot here where we talk about when it's showtime. And that was on the plane. You don't know if someone else is, when you get off the plane, you don't know. What if you would have been complaining and yelling at sirs, where's my luggage? I tell you, you know, and just act it up. And that's then you go point. there and those people are part of the presentation. That's why we always say, you know, the minute you open that car door, well, first of all, all the interactions you have before you go to your presentation, yep. but the minute you open that car door and it's three hours ahead of time, it's showtime. You are on, you know, you don't, you, you're at your utmost behavior and, every interaction that you have from the minute you get out of the car to the wait staff to everybody the person in the bathroom is you know they're going to be sitting in your presentation and hear you wow. and not want to you know make it up and walk out <laughs> yeah. so that's a perfect example of who you were and getting off the plane and being able to talk and, and it started at the bathroom Susan in the airport <laughs> yeah, exactly so 
Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't even think about that. What you just said, but you're absolutely right. We talk about that a lot on the Tuesday. Yes, and now y'all need to be on Tuesdays for sure. Yeah, I mean, we it it, it literally me started, and this is the crazy part. And while I'm getting older, I wind up saying, let's just push religion to the side real quick. If I was to believe in anything, it would be Luton's third law of motion. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. And I'm very cautious of the actions I put on this planet. Go ahead, Phil. Well, it comes down to, are you walking your talk? Mm. If you're not walking your talk, then it's not an issue. You know, <laughs> what, you, what you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of you, if you're nice, you don't have to say you are. If you're mean, you don't have to say you are. We know, we already know. You do not have to proclaim it. No, the only time I say anything is when I can clearly see 48 laws of power being used against me or abuse being used against me. And all I'm going to tell you is we're not going to do that. And you can always tell an abuser from someone struggling being an abuser. These are two different things. These are two different things. An abuser and someone struggling being an abuser, they react the same way. As soon as you tell the abuser they're abusing you, scorch the earth time. Because they have, and it's not their fault, it's psychological. Psychologically, to an abuser, there's only two forms of love. There's only two, two forms of power. That's it. Power over someone or power to influence them. They have no other concept of love. So when you tell an abuser, they're abusive you just took their power how else do you expect them that this is how we have so many domestic violence situations a, a woman will say something to a man if that man is an abuser the only way he understands freedom to diffuse that abuse is to overpower your power and it gets to a point so high to where it becomes physical altercation I'm not justifying it. I'm just telling you the, psychi- the psychology of the stuff. Someone who is abusive, if you tell them they're abusive, scorch the earth. You did not, and they got all sorts of lies about you. Blah, 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 blah. Twisting your words. Someone struggling with abuse will act the same way. But the struggler will calm themselves down and say, you're right. And here's the deal. If you're going to be friends with somebody, you got to be friends with all that stuff. Because if you don't, then you don't know how to manage your money either. Take the same thing and watch how I was talking about money the whole time. When you lose money or lose the opportunity for money or gain the opportunity for money, what will happen to you is you will find that it reacts the same way. Folk who get money don't even struggle with this stuff, but folk who's struggling to get money will act the same way as the folk who lose money. But only the people who struggle with money will struggle losing money, go come back and say, all right, 
I got to read another book. That, remember, I just said, all right, I'm sorry. All right, I got to read another book. Okay, I got to show up to Monday again. I got to listen to the wins and challenges. Clearly, I got a challenge. I clearly, <laughs> I don't have no, what's your challenge this week, Antonio? I ain't got no wins. That's my challenge. <laughs> Whatever's going on. Clearly, money and relationships are the same thing. There is no differentiation. The only differentiation between money and relationships is somebody said this type of relationship goes into the bank. And the faster and quicker and sooner you realize that, the less money will have power over you. Adonia, I know they think I'm talking in circles, but I am not. Money has no power, but if you be honest with yourself, it has reigned and ruled over us since the day we've been born. Every it don't matter your culture. It don't matter. It does not matter your culture. Your culture is irrelevant. Your race is irrelevant. We all heard. Now, when we get in the store, don't ask for nothing. <laughs> we going straight in and straight out. Don't ask for nothing. We're not getting it. We've all heard our parents, our leaders speak limitations. And some, and since we trusted them, we made a meaning in our head that there are limitations with money. Rothschilds ain't never said that. It don't exist. It don't exist. I got a few more things to say, but before y'all disconnect, I want Phil and Susan to tell us what we're doing tonight. If y'all want to tell us what we're doing tonight, it's Monday, huh? Yes. What's happening? I, I hope all y'all will be there and I'm still inviting folk. Hopefully, hopefully I could be successful tonight. Well, we always open up with, by, by the way, my adopted mother used to say to me, what do you think I do? Eat paper on Saturday and shit money on Sunday? I might say that tomorrow. <laughs> but wins and challenges and then finishing off gratefulness and then going from there, you know, and then, uh, just seeing how to help people get to where they're, what they want to get. Yeah, and that's more powerful than what they think. When you have a weekly, y'all can use Phil and Susan as a weekly litmus test, a read. I have no idea how to bring these words down. Gauge, meter, I don't know, you know, just... Last week I was here, this week I'm here. Whatever, whatever that, however that means, I got all these educated words in my head. You can do that and you should because nobody is above fellowship. Uh-oh. That's a different, I almost started a different class. I'm going to leave that one alone. We're going to come back to it maybe Thursday. Then. We'll come back to it. We know if I let some but I do want you to know you are in fellowship with money. That's been the whole point. Your relationships and your money are the same. And if I can look at your relationships and see you've been divorced five times, you've been, you, you lost all your friends, or you always by yourself, I can guess your money. 
You're not a loner. You may like your alone time, but every human being on the planet values fellowship. You're fooling yourself. We value fellowship so much, it's hardwired our brains. Now, too many years, humans have been walking around this planet. And we was dying until we fellowshiped and created civilizations. Spiders was taking us out. And snakes, it's the truth. Until we came together, dogs stopped being wolves and became dogs. For fellowship. So now all of a sudden, you're the only human on the planet that can do this by themselves. You couldn't change your diapers by yourself. And all of a sudden, you self-made. Doesn't make no sense. It makes no sense that you so self-made that you just, you, 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 you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do it tomorrow. We got Assembly of Wonders. Prophet Jerry has a new class. It's fire, y'all. It's fire, fire, fire. Just give y'all a hint. It's 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 workout and word, but we're gonna we're gonna give it to y'all. This is gonna be y'all hint. Yes, yes, it's real nice. It's real nice. You have to please, 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 because I really, 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 really want. No, it's not that I want. I am. It is my moral. If I don't share. What I'm doing to you, excuse me, what I'm doing to myself, if I don't share my connections, my, my loan officer, my, my here's how you go from a trash can to real estate, if I don't share that with our Shia, God gonna get me. <sighs> Sucks. I thought I, I thought I had did enough to get there. I, I guess not. I done, Bishop. You, you I thought you done. I, I thought so too. I, I thought so too. It's genuine. It's not that I'm obligated to, but once I have the knowledge, I am obligated to. See, you're not obligated to, but prosperity is meant to be shared. If I hoard this information, Jerome, I'll win against you, but God will make every last one of these deals go down to two. That's, oh, y'all just don't believe then. You might you need a new belief or something. I don't know. You need a new religion if you don't think that God is not mocked. You need something else then. I don't know what you're doing. Or maybe I get all the deals. Well, here's gonna happen, Susan. All the rent is gonna tear my stuff up. Yes, if I don't share the prosperity, what will happen is it will decay. Just the way it is. If you try to eat all the oranges, you're gonna die. If you don't share any oranges, they gonna die. The only way to keep the orange tree is alive is to eat your share and share the rest. There's no other way. There's no other way. Yes, please go ahead, Phil. Yeah, and the plug, uh, let's study a book for tomorrow. We'll be finishing off law five, which is so much depends upon reputation guarded with your life. And we're talking about how to build a reputation, what the components are for that. And then six is court attention at all costs. So those are what we'll be working on tomorrow at the Let's Study a Book. Yeah, you're gonna have a difficult time. Plug that too. Yeah, you're gonna have a difficult time with six.
Excuse me, Antonio. My man, what's happening? What we were talking about yesterday, are we going yep. to like start that tomorrow or today? No, nah. nah, I, I was going to do all it. My, everything all lined up. I was going to make it all on all things tech so you can get as much time as you okay. need. Okay, thank I got, you. I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Well, all things tech, Anthony has been building a, a beautiful funnel slash everything for, for Adrian. And we're going to he's going to lead because he's well able and we've already worked together. So I know his leadership skills and his, his, his prowess and he's going to lead us. And then we're just going to add some, you know, little, little finesse and touches there, you know, finesse and touch there. So shout out to the, all the Anthony's of your life. You be, yeah, be careful. Let me tell you something. If you, I'm not, I'm not talking about Anthony anymore, but I, I want to, I want to use this as a springboard. If you, or working for someone on their behalf or with someone. And you do not find the happiness in it, you're going to pay for that. And if someone is working on your behalf and you don't find the happiness in it, you're going to pay for that too. Jerome. Let me tell you what happened at the thing, man. We had a we had a good time, and and then the the conference was predominantly white mayor, congressmen, all sorts of stuff. I you had, hey, I know you had a good time because you didn't. Uh, first of all, you didn't pick up my phone call, and then you didn't call me back after, and then I found out you was partying. Okay, okay. No, I was working to Sunday two in the morning. So no, no, I was busy the whole time. That's for sure. The and I got up there and I had to tell him because I what I did was I was real slick side, like human consultant to tell you for two and a half hours. I showed up two and a half hours early and I just talked to everybody there. And I got a good gauge of the whole environment, and it was not a good environment. It wasn't, it just wasn't. And so in my first speech, I mean, so when I got up there, I said, 40% of y'all don't even want to be here. So what we're gonna do is offend you for the next two minutes since you're already offended. So I can then talk to the 60%. And that is exactly what I did. Exactly what I did. I knew immediately that they were going to get up, walk and talk while I was talking. And I knew I had to control the environmental distractions. So the best way I strategically surmised that was to be the speaker distraction. Say up front, I'm going to offend you for two minutes. And then I told them, and it's going to then give me 58 minutes to win the rest of you back. I said this. I genuinely said this. I did. And I did that because I needed some people to move so I can talk to the remnant that wanted to be there and listen. And of course it was all successful. Everybody texted me, many people got signed up, blah, blah, blah. So it was fantastic. But I had to tell them that no matter who you are in here, they don't care about you, whoever you think they is. Every last person in here, no matter how much you think you have made it, they are looking to take that make it from you. And if you don't get to 250 million, 
you're not as untouchable as you think you are. And then I had to go from there. And I'm kind of telling you all the same thing. You have in your life, Prophet Jerry, what you think God is. And that's never going to change. But I must tell you, Frida, that you may have looked, and I'm using Prophet Jerry as a good example because I see him in the chair, you see him, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. He's a perfect example of this statement. That chair, his handicap is how he see God. However, he's already changed how he see God because now money is growing. See, you missed it. He's a whole preacher inside of Assembly of Wanderers with two different services now. See, see, you missed the whole thing. He's got friends who are six figures and seven figures. He's got a community. He, he's got a wife. He's on his way to having a little rug rat walk around there. Just because you still may be in your chair does not mean your life has not changed to get out of it. Okay, I see y'all clapping. I want you to unmute your mics so he can receive that clapping. Let him receive it. That's right. That's right. Congratulations, Prophet. Congratulations. No doubt. And that leads me to what I'm, you know, to the last thing I want to tell you. You suck. Let me just, let me just, you suck. That's Antonio's famous technical term. You suck. And that's okay. But if you have changed, and let me tell you something. I don't know what is wrong with our shield. Talk any, about a talk about a reverence because we've been working. <laughs> but if anybody's gonna be a millionaire, it's gonna be our shield. Yes, yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't even sleep on the job. Can I brag on our shield for a minute, Reverend? Yes, you can. Okay, she, so not only she 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 goes live with me every morning at 7 a.m. around 7 o'clock in the morning. But then she, and and on one of our live calls, I mean live videos. She said, you know what? I realized I am a supporter. So I'm going to do a support uh, list. I'm going to do a support list. If you want me to help you do what it is, whatever it is you want to do, come on, let's talk about it. Because not only does she go live with me, she made Yolanda. Yolanda, come on, get on this live so we can talk about it. Because you said this is what you wanted to do. So we're going to do it. Okay? Right. And so she said, I am a supporter. And so I'm telling y'all, whatever it is you've been wanting to do, if you let Arshia know, man, I want to do this, 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 and this, and I, I know I need content, she's going to be like, okay, come on. We're going to schedule a day at a time. Let's go. I'm telling you. And they done made a whole podcast. Uh, she's made a whole podcast for, for her and Yolanda, and it's, it's, it's going to be fire. And uh, wait a minute. She's coming back on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central Standard good. Time with the karaoke. So I'm excited. So. The only thing y'all doing wrong, because I've been watching, is you're getting love. Go ahead and have conversations with these people outside the live. Yes, sir. That's the only thing y'all doing wrong. Thank you. Yes, sir. And I know why you're doing it wrong, because you're saying, I'm so nice, I don't want to take from Antonio. It's prosperity. You know what You're going to like this one. Okay. But I'm going to have a support list, but the support list will have a membership fee. 
Okay, good, then. Good, good. All right. So you definitely come from ATS. Good job. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> One more plug. The uh, keynote tomorrow night is Adrian. Oh, that's going to be good. He's going to be doing the keynote. So uh, for those of you who uh, who haven't experienced her, she has just been incredible in her growth and listened to us and applying her knowledge. You know, I heard, it, I heard somebody use as a title the other day that some of you might want to think about, a bounce back expert. Mm. What are you? I'm a bounce back expert. That's real good. Real good. I'm a bounce back expert. And then final, <laughs> finally, George Bernard Shaw said, oh, yeah. all great truths begin as blasphemies. Yep. 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 That's just why teachers are great teachers are blasphemous. <laughs> Bounce back expert. I had somebody tell me one day, this long time ago, many years ago, maybe 2012. It was, it was this woman, pretty, she, you know, one of those petite women with the business suit and the, and the, you know, with the heels and the, and the C cup and soft hands and stuff. And I'm trying to describe it because if you say so, with the super soft hands. You know, Talk about Susan. Okay, talking about Susan. <laughs> yeah, this is right. The same same physique as Susan. She said, oh, "I'm a construction worker." Like, wow, you're a construction worker. These the hills and stuff. She said, "Yes, I build people the life they want." <laughs> oh, that is. Good. That's oh, amazing. I like that. Wow. So y'all got two titles now: bounce back expert and construction worker. And the construction worker works so good because she was the opposite of what you think a construction worker would be, right? That's why it works so well. That's why I never think about it. I don't even know her name, but I remember what she said. But I'm assume that she made an impact. <laughs> she made an impact. Last two words: money. Just, just the first one is in repetition. And the second is a, re is a story to reinforce a repetition. It's who you are. And I don't mean that in some esoteric way. I mean, genuinely, my very first statement was, if you got money problems, you're not as nice as you think, but you're not as nice to yourself as you claim. See, I'm not saying you don't treat people well. That don't mean you treat you well. And I'm gonna tell you, here's my story now. This is the part that's gonna, I'm sorry in advance for those of you people who said, you treat people well and you treat yourself well. I'm gonna hit you with a blind spot. This is going to apply to most of you because there's a leak in this old building. One day Antonio was coming home and told his wife, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And Susan, I had all the ways she couldn't do that. And I was right, which is automatically making me wrong. And I had a 10 point thesis. And she listened, and then she, as I finished my soliloquy, 
so elegantly. She said, you treat them people out there better than you treat me. And I had to lean back because I remembered about three months ago, Tempest has said something similar about her. So it was like, man, why you, why, why you hard on me than you on them? And then I remembered somebody else saying the same thing. And Hmm. That's three times now. I think I'm missing something. Because that's three times, three different people. They're not sharing conversations. And I sit back and I have to take a long inventory of myself. And it came out to this two things I was a better leader than I was a husband. And if you were close to me, I saved all that venom for you. So I'm gonna need you to check your harvest of your relationships. Not the ones we see, blah, 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 blah. But if you keep getting divorced, we gotta talk. You ain't that good, you can't be. You can't be. I didn't tell you it was bad. I'm just saying you may be on your way, but you got a divorce or two or three or four or five or six, like, like Neil Dollar Walsh, who would tell you the same thing. Yeah, I couldn't get it together. <laughs> tell you the same thing. He's on his seventh marriage. He'll tell you the same thing. I really, really need you to get that until. This is 2009, 2010. Until I sat back, Jerome, and said, wait a minute. They right. I was broke as hell. I promise you. I promise you I was serving the Lord with my lights off. Oh, y'all don't want to play with me. I promise you. I promise you that until I was good, to the people y'all couldn't see, my finances never changed. I had all the boxes checked, Susan, every last one of them. But there was a hidden box in the secret closet. Come on, help me, somebody. Be That's not right. like Come on. Be not like them Pharisees on the corners of the street praying so they could be seen by men. Verily, I tell you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, go into thy closet and prayeth in secrets so thy father can see thee. And thy oh, father will reward ye openly. That's King James, ain't it, ain't it Grace? Come on, King James. Okay, you know, Jerome, then, yes, Jerome is like that King James, okay? <laughs> in my secret closet, what was holding me back financially was not the relationships that I counted. Because that's what we do. Y'all know how y'all 
oh, no, I'm nice. I go on live. I do this. I do this. And I'm like, and I'm the leader. Uh-huh. 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 What's your wife say? That's tough. What's your husband say? Because if, if you was that good, Antonio, why are you divorced? Huh? Well, they don't like that kind of truth, man. Especially if they didn't pick somebody better than you. Yeah, you ain't good at all. With you, they would nothing. With somebody else, they live in all their dreams. Yeah, you was probably the problem. And I'm telling you, money follows rules. And if you don't grow out, this not my words anymore, Jim Rohn. If you don't grow out to money, money will dwindle down to you. And that's the truth. And we had to have this conversation, not because you are a bad person, simply because you want to count for the total you. So money won't totally bless you. It is only the wicked people who have good control of their wickedness that are actually great. Just those people. Nobody else. If you nice, you are mean as hell. If you claim you nice and you're an empath, I guarantee you there is somebody probably three somebodies that know your wicked side and you kill them every chance you get. You know who you are. And I'm telling you, I can guess your bank account. I can. I can. If you're not kind to your wife, your prayers will be hindered. Grace. They don't think I'm telling the truth. First Peter, please, if you don't mind. Third chapter. I appreciate it on the screen. It would do me a good honor. And don't think, now here's the deal. Paul tells you, Frida, there is no Greek. There is no Jew. There is no male. There is no female. There's just one in Christ. I'm not trying to make this about Christianity. But I'm trying to tell you, when you read this text, Arshia, don't you read this text with no gender like us chauvinistic men do. What chapter again, sir? Third chapter. Verses one through six. Men, Susan, oh my God. Men like me, Susan, can't wait to tell you, be solid. Be subject, Susan. Know your role and shut your mouth and be pretty. You've all heard, oh, y'all act like y'all ain't here. You know what I'm talking about. We heard it. Don't exhort authority. Oh, Stay in your mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. Smell good. Uh, she said, we heard it. Smell good. Be quiet. Know your role. See, your problem is you want to be in a man's place. Come on, y'all heard all this, huh? Oh, oh okay. All right. You heard all this here. See, we love that. Highlight seven, Grace. Likewise, Antonio. Won't you live with your wife in an understanding way? 
showing honor to the woman who's the weaker vessel since they are heirs with you heirs with me you mean to tell me susan get what i get so that oh since they're heirs with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered take it off the screen grace for they throw rocks at the screen ain't no gender if you're not nice to the people in your secret places at the end of every month you struggling you can say what you want you can say what you want but at the end of every month you struggling why because god did not make money independent of your behavior And to think that is not to understand the ways of life. So I close you with this meager and meekly understanding. I have never adoned you. Never in my life have I seen somebody do something and didn't get that back in return. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I have no history in human experience in which I can genuinely tell you that somebody did not reap what they sowed. You may get over on your kids, but that's why you're struggling financially. You may get over on your wife, but that's why you're struggling financially. You may get over on your constituents, but that's why you're struggling financially. You have to be able to look at Congress and go, man, Democrats are in like a social civic war and Republicans are having their own civil war. You can't keep doing this stuff and think God gonna bless it. So as you leave this place, tomorrow I want you to make, to come back today with, I mean, to, today I want you to come back tomorrow, I got my words mixed up, making amends. You need to do that today. If it's your abuser, you still ain't forgiven, forgiven, you ain't got to call him unless you can handle that. If you've been raped, you ain't, I ain't asking you to go out there and do the 12-step program unless you can handle that. But you do need to release them gently with love from your heart. And you know if you got a problem with them, because every time they name pop up on a call ID, every time you think about them, you get sick, your armpits sweat, you get mad. Some of y'all are mad about folk who's still in the grave. And they affect your life right now. Don't come back here tomorrow with that. Because what's going to happen is we're going to leave you by accident. But it would be the reality you create as the God on this earth. Don't do it. Don't do it. Tomorrow, I'm going to be very hard on your betterment accounts. 
on your on your Acorns account starting tomorrow, Grace, write it down. If you do not have an investment account by the end of the week, and if you don't have money in an investment account by the end of the week, I don't care if it's a dollar. You have to show me what's in there. You have to show me. I need receipts. You can't be in here. I'm telling you right now, this the Zoom lets me put you out the class. It does. This class is free and open, but I am telling you that if you don't show me that you are investing in yourself, not only am I no longer your mentor, we can no longer be active friends. I don't have friends that don't have investment accounts. If I was a weed smoker, I'd pass you the weed. I'm a scotch drinker. I'll pass you the scotch. If, if I was a criminal, I'd pass you the crime, Phil. But I'm an investor, so I'm passing you investments. If you are offended that I will not be your friend actively, if you're not invested in yourself, you were exactly the reason why I had to have this phone call today. Because I refuse to be an investor and have friends around me who are not investing when I have the power to help them invest wisely. I will not be your oppressor. And I only want like-minded people on this call. If you, did, if you have not actively invested, I don't care if it's $5, because then the next step is going to be you got to increase that investment at a consistent, regular frequency. I'm not being mean. You need some friends in your life like me, because the friends you got got you to the point where you don't like your life. They let you get there. I'm not the one. I'm not the Out. one. Amen. I'm not the one. I want to see. I don't want if you, if you somebody, if you want me to see your whole balance, I understand that. Just show me the deposit. Show me the deposit. But no proof, no call. I'm telling you what it is. Investment. Can I tell you what type of investment? Of course not. Of course. If you say, no, no, Antonio, because right now the market is too high. All right, no problem. Then put it in your savings. But you will invest. Moving that's forward that's our crypto account? Your crypto account. is absolutely an investment. It's absolutely an investment. But I need to see regular deposits. But not, not yet, though. Not yet. I need to see at least one deposit this week. One deposit. Or you can't be here. I can't stop you from jumping on YouTube, but you're gonna lose the ability to ask a question. I'm not being mean, I'm being your real friend. The same real friends don't let real friends drop drunk, but the same real friends don't let real friends not have investment accounts. Tony O.T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better, you can dominate. We'll see y'all at 7 p. Nope, yeah, 7 p.m. for 
Wins and Challenges with Phil and Susan Sorrentino. Thank you all so much. Get your investment accounts ready. Love you, everybody. We thank, thank you. Thank you. Love oh, you Antonio, before you go, yes. Adonia, don't leave. Adonia had asked, what book were you talking about with Dr. Joe Dispenza? Yes, I'm so sorry. Let's make sure she gets it. It is um, Joe Because he, he, he has more than one. I know one of them is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. That's it. That that's one? the one. That's the one. Okay. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Okay. That's the one. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Thank you. Yes, Thank yes. You Thank you. Yeah, I didn't even see it. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself because the habit of being yourself got you what you got. <laughs> so we got to break that. All right, everybody. Love you so much. We will see love you. More. Love you more. Love you more. Yeah. Wins and challenges. All right, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.